The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue our conversation here. In fact, we go straight into the thinking point. And uh, this time it is the churches that continue to raise issue with the state of rules that apply. I guess we're no longer under the national state of disaster. But again, this 30-day period seems to be the one that may provide some challenges going forward. Pastor Giet Koza, a Secretary General of the International Federation of Christian Churches. Pastor Koza, good morning to you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you so much, uh, Kathy, for having me. We appreciate the time. The last time we had you on, it was also after the president had spoken and we had amendments to what were then the lockdown, the exist, the remaining lockdown regulations. You weren't happy at all. Why are you still not happy? Uh, okay, first let me start by saying, well, we welcome the end of state of, state of national disaster. Um, we, 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 we thank the government for doing that. But we, ours hasn't ended. Uh, when it comes to the churches and the religious sector, we're still living under that state of national disaster. Um, if you listen to what the president has said yesterday, uh, indoors, obviously, you still have to put the mask, which we don't mind, um, social distancing, which we don't mind. All the other provisions are still there. But the big one that really makes us unhappy, you still have to request people, the congregants, to produce a proof of fully vaccinated, which we completely opposed. And we were hoping that through our statement and what engagement we did with them, they would have accepted to say, look, let's remove this. Because you can't explain why when you fly an airplane, you don't need to prove that you're fully vaccinated. Why you are in a taxi, you don't need to prove. You go to the restaurant, you don't need to prove. You go to the gym, you don't need to prove. So why is it um, with, 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 with the churches, or what they call us gatherings anyway, and when you follow science, the scientists are saying there's no need for this because if you've got a full you know, ventilation that is working, you are okay whether you've got 100% or not. Uh, we're fully aware that some churches in, in rural areas also they might not have, but the churches in general across the board, we are following the current uh, provisions like masks, like you know, sanitizing, all those things we're doing to the test. And we are the most compliant to every sector here. But the way, uh, yeah, the way our government is treating us, we're absolutely not happy. The Easter's are coming. The very important time in the Christian calendar, calendar, it's here. And we are slapped with this again. The president called it a 30-day measure. If we don't oppose this, this will become law on that health regulation that are proposing. It will become law. And you could be arrested for not checking if people are vaccinated. We find this double standard absolutely unacceptable. We are treated with the highest disrespect ever. And we, we're going to office, obviously officially respond to this statement by the president. Mm. But yes, we're still unhappy. 
So do you believe that there is a deliberate and unfair targeting of churches when it comes then to how these measures are being put in place and effectively what the requirements in as far as what affects the churches is is concerned? Now we believe, because you can only believe on something that you are targeted if it's a pattern. So you can go back to last two years. When we're supposed to get 100, even 100, they will give us 50. When we're supposed to get 250, we'll get 100. So there is a pattern of behavior in our government. Not only that, when we went, when it was tough, we asked, can you please help some of the pastors and the churches who are really struggling? No, we are the only sector who has never helped by the government. But when they need us, when it's unrest, when they need us, and by the way, let me add this, when it comes to the vaccine, we were called, they make us show, they were showing us that we love vaccines, uh, which we do, we encourage our people. And, and our churches, most of them, they've got sites there for vaccines. The question is, with our compliance and support of our government, why are we being treated? We're left with one answer. We do feel now, we do feel now as I'm speaking to you, we are being targeted. I can say it loud and clear. So again, when it comes to the examples that you have given, it sounds to me that, um, you know, in this instance, the, the church feels like it has been used by, by government. Absolutely. We have been used big time, not once, not twice. We have been used when it suits our government, they use us. The government could not stop that unrest. The police were failing, and I'm saying public, were failing in front of us. We see people... But when we were called, they even made a provision overnight to allow us to gather so that we can pray. And after we have prayed, we go on the ground. I personally and other leaders personally went on the ground, talked to the counselors, talked to the people that we knew to say, please, we can't do this. Within five days, obviously, we accept the police came to the party, the soldiers came to the party, but we were on the ground and everything stopped. But this is how our government Treat us. You actually, you know, you will find yourself saying this government, and we don't want to go there. But this is unwarranted provocation of the religious sector by our government, and this will become a showdown. I'm saying it publicly. What does that mean going forward? We know that the Easter weekend is, I think, about just two weeks away now. Um, So people need to start making plans. And really, this is going to be the first year after COVID, after the national state of the disaster, rather, not after COVID. COVID is still here. But after the national state of disaster, that people are going to have an opportunity to gather in the way that they have before. We know that, uh, you know, there are different pilgrimage, there pilgrimage, uh, you know, journeys that people take in different parts of, of the country to mark Easter. And many would be hoping that there will be the, the opportunity to get back into some of those practices again? Absolutely. There will be, we will, we will have a, a press briefing uh, once we're talking to other people, um, but they will, we will go ahead with our preparation. Even though our government really put this thing on our neck, we will go ahead with our preparation. Like we said the last time, we will not comply with this of checking the proof of vaccine. We're not going to do that. 
However, we will encourage our people to vaccinate, we'll encourage our people to wear the mask, social distance, we'll do those because we are responsible. But to ask us to check the vaccination, uh, the proof, by the way, how do you know that, uh, you know, this is authentic or it's not? And there's an assumption that everybody has a smartphone. That somebody said the other day. Everybody. Who is everybody? Uh, everybody has a smart uh, smartphone. We don't know. People in the township, never mind the rural areas, there is no internet. There's just no infrastructure. And here we are put in this position. And if we don't oppose this, stand our ground, draw a line in the sand, this will become law. This will become our future. This is how churches will be run. And we're not right. going there. Pastor Koza, I'm going to ask you just to stay on for a couple of minutes because I also want to be clear about what this means then for the regulations that churches will be complying with going into Easter weekend. I'll take your calls on 011-714-2006. What do you make of the position that is being taken at least by some in the religious sector when it comes to opposing um, the regulations that still remain in place that affect uh, churches specifically uh, when it comes to these gatherings on the WhatsApp line on 0614-104-107. That's where I'll take your voice notes. Right now, it's just after 9.30. Luyanda is standing by with your news. on SAFM. We continue the conversation on the talking point and we're reflecting now on what has been the latest coming out of, uh, you know, the, the religious sector in response to the lifting of the state of disaster. But of course, the regulations that still remain in place that largely affect how churches are going to be able to operate going forward. So, Dr. Koza, I, I mean, Pastor Koza, just before I let you go, what does this mean then going forward for Easter weekend? What do people need to know? Do people need to start preparing for? Because we know that these trips are planned long in advance. Yeah, absolutely. People must prepare to have uh, Easter. We're having our services. We will comply to the 50% that was given, but we will not comply to the condition of checking the vaccine. That will not comply. So people must prepare, and there will be further information because the leaders are, are meeting, because we want to have an official response to this, um, like a proper a press briefing. So we're busy talking to other religious formations so that we, we, we respond as, um, as in unity, and all of us. Uh, so, so that's what we're doing now. We're getting, and we are, given, we are given this work unnecessary. Um, we should be preparing for for our ethos and Passover, then we have to deal with this thing at the same time, which is so unfortunate. And it is very unfortunate that our government has taken this hard line with us. So we'll then see. But people must prepare to have Easter, prepare to have the Passover. That's where we're going. All right, let's leave it there for this morning. Uh, Pastor Gerd Koza, uh, he is the Secretary General of the International Federation of Christian Churches. You heard very strong language there, a line in the sand that has been drawn uh, between part of the religious sector and government. And it doesn't sound like they're going to be backing down. But again, is the point that they're raising a valid one? Are they being treated unfairly um, when they are then expected to 
check whether people have vaccine certificates before letting them into places of worship or expecting people to produce 72-hour PCR tests uh, before again being given the opportunity to go to church. And uh, I think it was the Archbishop of Cape Town, Tabo Mahoba, who also recently said that the church cannot be turned into COVID-19 certificate police, that why are they being made to police something that, you know, that effectively will cause division in in the church and that they are not the ones who should be resting or or sitting uh, with this responsibility. So uh, I think it's going to be a showdown if uh, the tone of what 